This is the Fantasy Burners Podcast. Join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in season for in-depth fantasy football analysis. All right, good evening, everyone. Pads on, mouthpiece in, blow the whistle, and here we go. This is the Fantasy Burners Podcast, and I am Brandon. And I am Matt. And tonight, we wanted to go ahead and give you our format for our in-season uh, schedule. So as, we, as, the, as the kickoff uh, starts tomorrow um, for uh, NFL football, which is the kickoff for fantasy football, uh, I wanted to give you the new schedule for our recording. So we are planning to record Monday, Wednesday, and Friday evenings and release on uh, Tuesday Thursday and uh, Saturday morning. It's it's really going to come out uh, those evenings late, but it'll hit your queue first thing in the morning. Um, but we wanted to make sure to hit all of the all of the high points for the week. So uh, Monday night recording is actually going to be a recap of the um, the weekend games. So uh, any any I guess Saturday or Sunday games because there's occasionally those Saturday games thrown in there as well. So we'll get those covered. Um, also, uh, we we should be able to get everything covered on Monday. Um, then the Monday night game, if it isn't uh, if it's in progress, we might we might give some uh, basic stats or updates there. Uh, but for the most part, uh, we'll we'll most likely save that for our Wednesday recap. Um, which is the Thursday preview, but uh, really hit it, uh, you know, hit it quick. The big, the big stories that come out of uh, the Monday night football game. But uh, Monday, Monday recording is going to be primarily for our weekend games. Um, then uh, Wednesday night recording, which again is going to be posted on Thursday, is the Thursday preview. So the Thursday night football preview. So uh, we'll we'll do our best to um, give you start sets, uh, kind of the football analysis on what's going to be going on in that game, um, our picks, uh, winners and losers, and um, go from there. Then the Friday recording is actually going to be the preview for the weekend games. Again, anything that's played over the weekend, and also we will preview the uh, Monday night football game as well on uh, on that Friday uh, recording to be released again. That's uh, late Friday night or first thing uh, Saturday morning, you should see it in your queue. So that is our uh, new schedule uh, for the season, and we'll carry that over um, for every season uh, unless we change formats for whatever reason. But that is our plan, Monday, Wednesday, Friday recording to be released on Tuesday, Thursday, and uh, Saturday mornings. Um, so to kick it off, we are actually going to uh, – we're going to – kick it off. Uh, we're actually going to go ahead and record tonight for our uh, Thursday preview, which is uh, the game that's on tomorrow. So that's what we're doing this evening. Um, there are two teams that are playing, Kansas City and Houston. If you don't already know, um, then uh, get out from under your rock because NFL football is uh, starting and that means that fantasy is starting. So um, that makes our, our podcast even more relevant and our uh, predictions on players and um, stats uh, even more relevant as well. So, um, Matt, you wanna you wanna kick it off? Yeah, uh, yeah. If you're not excited for it, uh, get pumped. One, it's football. Uh, so, I mean, I would literally stop my entire life and watch Jacksonville play Miami tomorrow. 
Um, but thankfully, we don't have to do that. We can watch the Texans take on the Chiefs in a, a playoff rematch. Um, yeah, and I am I am super pumped. And there are going to be a, a dearth of – or there's going to be a, an excess of players that you're going to have off of your uh, off of your play-in roster in the first game. So anybody with uh, Deshaun Watson, David Johnson, you know, possibly Will Fuller, that's probably as far as it goes with the Texans um, from a starting starting perspective. Um, but then Kansas City is just littered with, uh, you know, starting starting weapons all over the field. So um, we can kind of get into some start sits as we go here. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't see in any realm where you're not starting uh, both of these quarterbacks. So uh, yeah, so get ready for get ready for the barn burner, right? There's one game usually a week where everybody kind of circles it and goes, if you have a piece in this game, go ahead and play them. Uh, this is that game for me this week. So I think we can get through Houston pretty quickly. Um, I, I think Kansas City is going to take um, a little bit more time. There is a little bit intrigue that that happened during this week uh, with like the backup, the backup running back. What do you do with the other two wide receivers that might make an appearance, things like that. So I think we can knock out Houston uh, really quickly. There's only a couple uh, key key things that we probably need to really talk about with them. So, um, you know, I'll give my start sits here. Um, you're you're going to start Deshaun Watson. To your point, you're not going to own anybody. Uh, you're you're not going to be rostering anybody that is above the caliber of Deshaun Watson. If you own Deshaun Watson, if you are uh, good, uh, you know, good drafting, or your running backs and wide receivers suck. Um, so. Uh, you're going to start Deshaun Watson, plug him in. Uh, I wouldn't expect very much out of him in this game. I do worry about his, uh, his probability of coming out hot. He did just sign the contract. Uh, he, so he just, he did just get 40 million a year. It wasn't for, you know, 10 years like, like Patrick got, but, um, it, that is a healthy chunk of change for one Mr. Watson. So, um, you're going to run him out there, uh, I'm not super high on Deshaun this year, uh, just simply for the fact that he is a little bit behind the uh, the proverbial eight ball here with um, Brandon Cooks is banged up. You lost DeAndre Hopkins, so he lost his best weapon. He is possibly without his next best weapon in Brandon Cooks that came in to replace him. So you're going to run out there with a trio of wide receivers and Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, and Randall Cobb. Um, out of those three, I'm only looking at Will Fuller. Uh, if you can, if you need to throw Will Fuller in your flex, um, I, I would certainly think you have two wide receivers at a better caliber than Will Fuller. Not from a not from a player standpoint, but you don't want to start season one with your Thursday night game, or sorry, season one, week one of your Thursday night game uh, with Will Fuller throwing up a goose egg. And we've seen a lot of goose eggs over the year with uh, over the years with Will Fuller. So. Um, I, I'm probably not, I'm going to, I'm going to see kind of how his health is looking. I'm, I wouldn't suggest starting him, but if you need to start him, you know, if you've got a really solid lineup up, up sign lineup up and down, uh, kind of the roster, then go ahead and throw Will Fuller in your flex. Usually I wouldn't say throw a Thursday night guy in your flex spot because from a roster construction that does hamper you uh, a bit. So you want to keep that flex spot open as long as possible. The methodology there is is uh, right to give yourself the availability to substitute either a running back or wide receiver in later in the week if something goes down and one of your you know your your flex designated guy gets hurt. So I would move if you want to start Will Fuller in the flex, 
go ahead and move him to a wide receiver spot and move your, you know, your, your other main wide receiver into the flex spot. It doesn't do you any harm. You can keep him in the flex spot and then it gives you the maneuverability there. So uh, if you want to play him, put him in there. Um, David Johnson, you probably put enough draft draft capital into David Johnson where you're running him out there as your RB2. Um, so I'm not super afraid of David Johnson. I think he's going to have enough in the passing game to uh, you know warrant RB2 consideration for sure. Um, so uh, other than that, I'm not starting anybody. You're, you're definitely not starting the, the defense for Houston, right? Um, but I don't mind running out uh, Kaimi Fairbairn if you need to run out a kicker. Um, that's, that's fine. I think Deshaun Watson and that offense is still going to move the ball enough where they're going to put up points. They're not going to get you saved. And we all know Kansas city is not trying to shut people out. Uh, they're, they're trying to beat you, you know, 38 to, to 30. So, uh, again, this is the, this is the game where you want all the pieces in there. Uh, but let's not get over, uh, over crazy with the Houston, uh, the Houston offense out of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at on, on Houston. Where are you at? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, you make a good point. They, they, I think in the in the playoffs they got up tw- twenty one to nothing, um, and then uh, yeah, Kansas City came back and beat them fifty one to thirty one. I think that was the final score. Uh, the game that I'm more interested at and in looking at when comparing these two teams is actually when they saw each other in the regular season. Um, I think that's going to be a little bit more of potentially what we're going to see out there, where um, there's going to be a little bit more ground game. So. From the, I'm with you. Deshaun Watson is a must start again, unless you've got uh, one of the five or six other uh, quarterbacks that are ahead of him. Um, which, it, again, if you do, you probably sacrifice something else to get to get him as your second QB. So, um, probably not a great draft for you. But uh, if he's your number one, which most likely he is, you def- he's definitely your starter. Um, David Johnson, I think is going to be the upgrade from Carlos Hyde, which is who they had in, uh, when they played Kansas city. Um, I believe it was week five or six, uh, of last year. Um, and Houston actually won that game and they won it primarily. They won it primarily on the ground with Deshaun Watson. He got two touchdowns and I think Carlos Hyde got one. Um, yeah, they, they lost the wide receiving core, uh, with, with Hopkins, um, but that's not how they beat Kansas City uh, in the regular season last year. So it's going to be interesting. I think David Johnson is is a must start in this in this matchup. I think Watson is a must start. Um, I would, if you don't have any other options, I think Will Fuller Will Fuller's a good start. He's a solid start, but I would look around. Like if you've got some other options, there might even be some there might even be some players that are still out there um, that are just you know, waiting, waiting on the way on the waivers, right? Deshaun Jackson might still be out there. And I think he's going to have a crazy first week. Um, So I'm not, I'm not super, uh, I wouldn't be super excited about about the secondary. Um, I think this game for Houston is going to be controlled more uh, from the ground game. Um, Everyone's been out of contact for a little while. Um, there was no preseason, so I think it's going to be a little bit uh, loose. So instead of relying on your quarterback's arm, um, let him just keep the ball and run. That's what Deshaun Watson likes to do. Uh, and then David Johnson, um, you know, he's he's a really good uh, pass receiving back too. So I think you're. I think we're probably going to see a pretty big game out of both of those guys. Um, Matt, follow up question to kind of your your top players. 
Duke Johnson didn't make your list. Not that I think he's a must start, but he's an interesting he's an interesting thought as, you know, David Johnson is the lead back. However, we do know Duke Johnson really plays that third uh that third down back role very very well. Um and he sort of is the uh he's the known figure um versus this will be David Johnson's first outing. Any any thoughts on Duke Johnson at all or does he not even make the list for you? No, he's not going to make the list. I mean, if we look at if we look at that game that you uh, referenced, even right there, uh, Duke Johnson had five carries for 34 yards uh, and only had two receptions. Uh, he did tack on a touchdown, but that's that's luck on two receptions. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's not he's he's not on my radar here. And and David Johnson is absolutely a better pass catcher than Carlos Hyde. So there's nothing to say that uh, David Johnson won't be on the field on third down. Uh, Bill O'Brien's going to do whatever he has to do to try to make that trade seem like it's something uh, that that was supposed to happen. So yeah, I, he's going to give him as much work as David Johnson wants. So agreed. Yeah, I, I think so too. I just think I, Duke Johnson always is. I don't know for some reason I'm I always think about him whenever I think of you know the Sproles type player who can have a, a consistent you know. 10 to 15 points, whether he gets it on receptions or the occasional fluke touchdown, just because he's there. Um, he, he see how he seems to be that guy that does that. Um, yeah. And then, you know, Will Fuller, if, if he's, you know, in your top, if he's in your top three uh, receivers, start him. Um, I don't know if I would be thinking of him as the flex guy, unless that's your only other option, but um, I don't. I don't think he's going to have a huge outing. Uh, Stills and Cobb, really, yeah, they're not on my radar either. Um, it'll be interesting though as we jump into Kansas City. Uh, I would be interested to talk about if you had to start right Cobb or Stills over a couple of other guys, and we'll talk about them here in a second. So let's let's pivot over to. Uh, well, are we done talking about Houston? You good with Houston? Yeah, I'm good with. Okay, Kansas City. Um, so I'll, I'll go into my must starts, Matt, I'll, I'll make it pretty quick and then I'll, I'll pivot over to you and let you, uh, let you talk about yours. So Patrick Mahomes, uh, uh yeah, hundred percent, like start him every, every single week unless bench. he's hurt. Yeah. You're going to bench him probably, uh, CEH. So I think he's going to get, I think he's going to get at least 15 touches and five to seven, uh, catches at a minimum. Like that's his. I think that's his floor even for week one. Um, and it's, and it's going to go up significantly as the season progresses. Um, but I think we're, I think we're going to see a lot. Uh, he's going to get the ball in his hands uh, at least 20 times uh, this first matchup. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, he's, uh, he's a must start. Um, dude can score you 30 or 40 points uh, this week. Um, and then we get into sort of some of the other, and and we'll talk about wide receivers in a second. Travis Kelsey's a must start also. Also, um, again, this the, this game here is going to be. I would not be surprised if they scored 100 points. Um, I don't know what the over under is, um, but it would not surprise me one bit with this being the first first game of the season. Defenses are going to be rusty. Um, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, so all of the weapons that you can start. Um, you know, the big, the big names, the Mahomes, uh, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, uh, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, uh, the kick, the, either one of the kickers, I think they're going to, uh, I think they're going to score a lot of points if that's who you've got again, as, as Matt alluded to, I'd stay away from the defenses on both sides. 
Um, I think it's going to be a crazy shootout. Um, and like I said, would not be surprised if this was a hundred point game. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that the over under is only 54 and a half, um, which is a crazy over under. Um, but yeah, that seems low. I would definitely take the over. I would too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Any, what's your, what's your player breakdown, Matt? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're definitely uh you're definitely gonna run out the right what I see as the top four for them, uh in any format, in any position that you have. Um you're you're going to start Tyreek Hill, you're going to start Travis Kelsey, you're going to start Patrick Mahomes, and you're gonna start Clyde Edwards there. Um I d I don't see a situation where you wouldn't if you have them. So um I'm gonna run them out there. The you know, Sammy Watkins is a decent play. He's that in that same mold as Will Fuller if you wanna start him. You can uh, again. This is the this is the game where you want pieces, and Sammy Watkins is a piece. Um, I'm I'm not going to start Daryl Williams. There's I saw some I saw some people on Twitter throwing out there, you know, possibly throwing Daryl Williams out there if you needed a spot start. But if you're needing a spot start, Daryl Williams in Week One, uh, draft better, yeah, because uh, that's that's a little bit ridiculous in in your running back two position. So, uh, and it, and and you know what? If you do, if that's the situation that you find yourself in. Go grab Malcolm Brown uh, and start him for the Rams and at least take a flyer on somebody who might actually dominate the touches for their team in week one. CEH is going to dominate the touches for Kansas City in week one. I know that the enemy has come out and said, we love Daryl Williams in all facets of the game. Um, they they also want to come out here and prove to the world that last year wasn't a fluke uh, winning the Super Bowl. So they're going to put the electrifying CEH back there and let him do his thing. Uh, and when that guy rips off, maybe if he rips off, you know, two or three long touchdowns, then Daryl Williams gets the rock, uh, you know, put him on, put him on the, on the bench. But, um, I don't see another, uh, I don't see another scenario where Daryl Williams gets a lot of run in this game, uh, other than if it's a blowout. Um, and then other than that, you're not going to start either of these defenses. Don't start Kansas city's defense here. Um, you're just, there's way better options. And then you're going to, uh, you're going to run out Harrison Butker. Uh, just a note on Butker. The uh, so Dave Tobe, the Kansas City uh, uh, special teams coordinator, actually came out and said that Butker had gained five yards of kicking power in the off season, um, which is pretty fantastic, uh, especially since uh, Harrison Butker was already one of the longer kickers in in the league. Um, so if he's actually gained five yards, um, then they're going to be comfortable with running him out there from sixty. Um, so you might get some cheap uh, if you guys have. Uh, you know, distance bonuses, he's definitely somebody that you would want to target and, and go after. Even, you know, throwing in a wide receiver four to swing a trade for a kicker, it gives you some positional advantage uh, on some other groups, um, and it just lets you run out a guy with confidence every week. So, Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. All that assessment uh, is, is right where – yep, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hello? Okay. Um, yeah, I was just saying, yeah, that assessment sounds right um, on everybody. The, the, the Butker uh, thing too. And if there's, I think you, you, you mentioned if there's an accelerator for distance, distance kicks above 50 or whatever that mark is um, he's, he's a, he's a pretty safe play. Um, I think there's going to score a lot of touchdowns, but they will be in, you know, in positions where if they're, on the 50 yard line and they feel comfortable with kicking it from there to get the extra three points as opposed to giving, 
the opposing team the ball and and giving them an option to uh, to you know to score. I think that they would rather turn the ball over um, on that side of the field with the you know the risk that they're going to get those three extra points. Um, question, Matt. If you had to, if this was a this was a had to start. There was nobody else on waivers, and you had to start one or the other. Would you start Daryl Williams or Duke Johnson? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, a really good question. Um, I'm probably gonna. Uh, I would. I would probably start Daryl Williams actually, uh, because I think there's a higher probability where Kansas City comes out and puts up 28 unanswered points in the, you know, by the the late second quarter, and uh-huh. the rest of the game is just the starters on ice. Um, I don't see a. I don't see a scenario where Duke Johnson is a relevant part of the Houston offense. I just unless they lose two of their become a slot wide receiver, um, I just don't think I don't think he's going to get much play. So, so do you think there's an do you think there's a uh, possibility that Daryl Williams could outscore Ceh? No. Um, uh, Sammy Watkins. No, no, no. I know your answer on that one. Uh, let's go, uh, Michael Hardman or uh, Kenny Stills. Uh, depends on if Brandon Cooks is out or not. If Brandon Cooks is on the shelf, Kenny Stills. Um, if he is not, then it is. Oh shoot! Probably still Kenny Stills. Uh, it's Kenny yeah. Stills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if he's, yeah, even if he's not, he's not going to be effective. And the and the probability that Will Fuller or Brandon Cooks gets injured is probably pretty high. So then Kenny Stills steps into a starter role where McCole Hardman is going to be behind Tyreek and Sammy Watkins most of the night. Um, and, he's going to get in packages. But but, and, to, but yeah. to that point, you can also look for opportunity for return yards. So I know there's a bunch of leagues out there that uh, give you return yards. So if you are in a pinch, that could be your tiebreaker, right? So if you mm-hmm. if you get return yards uh, and, and you're looking for a tiebreaker between people, pick the guy with return yards because McCole Hardman has a viable uh, route to score you some points. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I have him as, uh, the, I think he'll be the number five, uh, receiver, um, tomorrow night. Uh, I think it's going to go, uh, either Tyreek or, uh, Travis Kelsey. Actually, Sammy Watkins could actually command the most targets, um, just cause Tyreek's the flyer right down, you know, the fly down the field, um, versus Sammy might be the dump, you know, the, the, the quick crossing pattern, stuff like that. Um, then CEH, uh, and then, uh, Michael Hardman, I think, I think, well, he'll still have a decent game. I don't think it's going to be, you know, it'll be, it'll be three catches for, uh, 50 yards, but, um, See, and I would okay. take, I would take, I would actually take, so if Brandon Cook sits, Brandon Cook sits, uh, I'm, I would say full run out, uh, full go, no stop, put Bo Fuller in your lineup. Um, because he's going to get peppered with targets. Um, the guy is a stud if he's on the field and he's healthy right now. So uh, use him while you can. If he's on your roster, you're meant to use him. So um, use him for the games that you can and then dump him once he gets hurt. But um, if Brandon Cooks is on the shelf and he's not 100%, even if he's not 100%, I would still say run Will Fuller out there because they're going to be in a negative game script. They're going to be passing the ball. So it wouldn't surprise me if Will Fuller gets you know, 13 targets i mean he, he could just get peppered with the ball um and if will fuller catches seven of those 
he he's probably going to break one of them. Uh, I mean, they're they're still starting Daniel Sorensen, uh, as far as what I'm looking at from a depth chart perspective at their free safety, and Daniel Sorensen cannot stay with uh, cannot stay with Will Fuller in the open field. So if Will Fuller gets behind him, it's a touchdown, um, and that's most safeties in this league. Um, so yeah, if it, at that point, I would actually lean towards Will Fuller being the lead uh, production receiver. Their team won't be, but Will Fuller would be the top target for me at that point, even over Tyreek Hill uh, or Travis Kelsey, because I know where the targets are going to go. With that Kansas City offense, you just don't know where they're going to go. Everybody's going to get six or seven quality targets, um, but you don't know when somebody's going to pop off and get 12. Yep. Yep, that's that, that's fair. I, I, I agree with that assessment. So, you know, Will Fuller catches seven passes and a touchdown, notwithstanding the yardage that he gets with it. He already has 13 points there. So throwing another 100 yards, uh, he's he's above 20, 23. Um, so I think that's I think I think that's a good assessment. Good breakdown. They, they most likely will be in that negative game script. Um, so that actually uh, I think I know the answer to this, but I want. I want to hear you say it, and I want to hear it on the recording, so we uh, we can go back and look at this and say, "Hmm, that's interesting." Uh, what's the what's the spread that you are predicting uh, this game to be? Who's your winner, and what's the what's the spread? Uh, KC by. God, I want to go twenty-one, but uh, I'm gonna probably, I'm gonna go seventeen. KC by seventeen. KC by seventeen. Okay. Okay. Um, I I really want to go Houston. <laughs> you can uh, you can start out the year wrong. That's I fine. really I really want to go Houston, but I'm going to I'm going to go Kansas City by 7. Um that I think that still covers the spread which talk, which we talked about uh earlier today. Uh there's a site out there giving them a 10 and a half spread. I saw 9 and a half. Um but uh yeah, I think I think Kansas City's going to win it by 7. That's what I'm going for. So, uh, top top score. Uh, if they're winning by 17, that doesn't really mean. Um, top score. Um, it's gonna be a chief. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go out and it it does behoove me because he is on my fifth dynasty team, but. I'm gonna I'm gonna call for the big uh, the big lights for Ceh. Um, I think he's going to be the benefactor, and I think they're gonna run their new toy out there and say, "Uh oh, league, you now you have to deal with Tyreek, Travis Kelsey, and a legitimate running back one in this league." Um, and if they do that, you're in the league on notice uh, to say the Super Bowl runs through us again. So uh, I think they're going to showcase. Clyde Edwards Larry. I think that's really easy to do because he's super talented. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Clyde Edwards has, you know, two touchdowns on receiving six catches, you know, 80, 85 rushing yards, something like that. So he's going to put up 25 to 28 points, probably. Okay. Uh, I am going to go with Deshaun Watson. Uh, the reason for that is because I think that at a certain point he's going to have to take over. Um, that might even be in the first quarter, uh, which means he's going to tuck and run or he is going to have to uh, air it out and get it to some of his playmakers um, as few as they are. But he has David Johnson back there as well as that 
pass catcher. So he has that dump off option that makes it a lot, a lot more enticing uh, than him just having to do it all with his legs. But I think he scores uh, one to two touchdowns on his legs and probably throws for two uh, through the air, um, breaks 200 yards passing and um, maybe gets above, I'm going to say 80 on the ground. I think he has a, I think he has a crazy good game uh, on the run perspective. That's what he did when he played Kansas city in the regular season. Uh, I think we're going to see it again. So Deshaun is would, my, is my pick. I would definitely take the under on the rushing for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I feel, uh, if I, the line is at 80. I felt a little heavy when I said that, but I I'm, I'm pretty confident, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give you the under on that. I'm one. not going to backtrack now. No, nope. they're linebackers nope. and you, and you know, this, their linebackers are pretty damn fast. Um, Damian Williams and Anthony Hitchens are Cowboys leftovers that uh, Kansas City picked up, and they are both, uh, you know, Anthony Hitchens a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger guy, but Damian Wilson is is fast, and they just drafted Willie Gay uh, to come in there, so I don't see them having any issue with uh, shadowing. And also, they're also going to have Tyron down in the box some uh, to take away some of that some of that uh, some of that nonsense happening. So, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, 80 would have to be just some trash points at the end, but um, what, um, so who's your, who's your top rated uh, non quarterback? Who's your top scoring non quarterback? Cause it, cause you're going to tell me it's a quarterback and you're not going to go Patrick Mahomes. Now I got to know how crazy you're actually getting. Um, gosh, it could be, it could be three of those guys. Um, hell it could be Sammy Watkins too. What did he, do in week one last year he scored like 40 plus points i saw today he was one of only two players um i didn't have like three touchdowns yeah he went he went nuts um but i mean it could be ceh it could be kelsey um or it could be hill i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with kelsey um that's just kind of a you know a safe play we don't know what we i mean we know ceh is going to get the touches we know he's a great running back uh at least he was in college we haven't seen him in the pros yet so i don't feel i'm i'm sort of rookie averse right um until we see him play i'm i'm not really sure what we're going to get so with ceh i can't i can't put um you know enough confidence into it to say him um tyree kill is is effective but it's really deep i've got him on my fantasy team um so obviously i have a lot of a lot of faith in him that he's going to do well this year but um i think that i think that travis kelsey has the opportunity to uh you know catch close to 10 um get over 100 yards and maybe sprinkle in a couple touchdowns in there as well so i think he's going to have a pretty good showing um so i'm going to go the safe route i think uh and go with travis kelsey Works for me. Yeah, I mean that's the fun part about running out uh, Chiefs is that you have a pretty safe floor. Uh, none of them really come out and score, you know, three or four points. They're really safe, but their upside is the greatest in the league as well. I mean, Tyree Kill has the highest upside of any wide receiver in the league. Uh, I don't think that's really debatable. It might be. I mean, there might be a couple other guys you can throw in there, but his, his upside's huge. Uh, Travis Kelsey's the number one tight end in the league. Sammy Watkins is probably one of the higher upside wide receiver twos in the league from a ceiling perspective. Definitely lower than some of the wide receiver twos in the league. 
Um, but yes. Patrick Mahomes' high ceiling is going to go off this year. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't just, I, I think you could pick any chief uh, and be, and be perfectly fine. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's definitely not, it's definitely not David Johnson for me. I think he's going to have a pretty, he's going to have a fantasy relevant uh, game, but he is, I don't believe he's going to be the, uh, the, the top scorer in this match by, by any stretch of the imagination. So. You want to put a, this, this, you want to put a you want to put a beer bet on David Johnson points? Uh, 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 sure. I mean, I'm not really high on him, but I do think he's going to be fancy. What do you What do you want to what's do? Your, like, what's your Um, I think he's going to go above eighteen. Eight, uh, repeat 18. that. Sorry, I lost. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna go above eighteen, but I'm gonna say eighteen and a half because last time I said eighteen, I got all sorts of crap. So I'm gonna say eighteen and a half. And I suppose you want the under on that. No, I want the over. You want the over on eighteen and a half. Yeah, I want the over on eighteen and a half. He's gonna be their workhorse. Well, then I want. Uh, then I want twenty-one and a half. So you want the. You want the over at 21 and a half? I want the under at 21 and a half. You want the under at 21 and a half. Um, let's see here. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, sure. Perfect. Let's do one beer. I Great. don't want to do any more than that because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not high on the one beer. Bet. One, one beer bet. One single individual beer. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Really going big here on the episode on, on the season opener. <laughs> we got man, we I think we've got about thirty beers up for grabs before these before the season even started. So uh, I, I oh, feel, that's good. I feel, that's good. I'm real thirsty. <laughs> I, I think we're probably gonna end up break e- breaking even. It'll be pretty funny. Okay. Well, uh man, are we ready to take the pads off? Okay, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. I lost Matt here at the end, but uh, we're going to take the pads off. We're going to call it an evening. Um, give us a uh, give us a follow on Twitter at FBBurner. Um, and uh, check us out there for links to our uh, latest episodes. You can check us out on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Google, I believe, has ours going now. A couple other platforms, so check us out on there. Um, And other than that, we will talk to you all uh, back on Friday for the new recording, and it will release on Saturday morning for a preview of the the Sunday and Monday football games. So looking forward to the season, Burners, and we will talk to you later. 